Alrighty, guys, welcome back to the Life Out Open podcast. We have a bit of a special edition here this week. We're at 509's headquarters in Spokane, Washington, and we have the man, the myth, the legend, Brett Turcott on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. he had all of it right except for the legend part of it. <laughs> oh, I was thinking there's all kinds of athletes crawling out there, or at least showing mm-hmm. up, and we somehow got the best one sitting next to us here. Well, if you're not Jay first or last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, dude, this is exciting. There's a little bit of a kickoff to the 509 headquarters brick and mortar store, I like to call it. So all, us and all the athletes. I love everyone's. David's very clear about that. The athletes are coming. <laughs> meet the athletes and see boys. Yeah. Because they are know, not athletes. And that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, not athletes for sure. So you made it down. To America. We made it, dude. Honestly, today it was like gnarly. We were up early with my dad. Nikki and I were up at like five in the morning to go try and get an elk. We were going to get an elk. Here's how it was supposed to play out. We were going to get an elk. <laughs> we were going to just leave my dad with it to deal with it and then come down here and hang with you guys and mm-hmm. and do this oh. 509 kickoff to party. Uh, but the elk was on the other side of the river. It was foggy. We couldn't see. So we uh, pulled the pin, got down here nice and early, and uh, now we're sitting down having a good time. So, so did you drive from... Your house, where do you live now? Uh, Kamloops, BC. So uh, like pretty much smack dab center interior, British Columbia. Got it. Pretty much the best spot for me as an athlete for snowmobiling to be because within two hours of any direction is the best snowmobiling in North America and maybe even the world. Revelstoke, right? Or where's Uh, your idea? Revelstoke is like the visual. The visual best? (laughs) The back pocket pocket doors are, uh, yeah, they're... Not in Revelstoke. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The so, ones that we don't speak of. Yeah. <laughs> well, the ones that I'd say we don't even know about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's and the, the best kept secret. And uh, you just go north of Kamloops and you'll find it. Man, so that's awesome. Where in British Columbia did you grow up? Uh, actually, an hour north of uh, Kamloops in Clearwater, BC. Small, super small town. Like small enough that my grandma was my delivery nurse. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Were you born in like a bathtub or no damn near yeah small hospital uh, <laughs> okay yeah small hospital my my grandma was a nurse there and she she delivered me and my brother actually so damn yeah pretty pretty neat story uh yeah just grew up in this small town with with big dreams and uh here we are uh, so the big dream started at a young age so that's yeah what we wanted to get into when when did you know that you wanted a career in snowmobiling uh I don't know if it was ever really a want. It was just kind of something that like developed, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like, um, you know, I was in hockey and and I told David the kind of the same story. I was in hockey and and they put me on defense because I was kind of like a chunkier kid. And my brother was the goalie. So I'd just go in and I'd clean the crease. And finally the the refs would like come over and talk to my parents after the game. Like, you got to tell your boy, like, you can't be doing that. Like, there's not the NHL, (laughs) you know? And I was like, well, I'm going to play hockey for a living. And, you know, my brother was a goalie. He's a really good goalie. And, uh, it was my job to protect him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're eight and nine years old, cross checks from behind don't really fly. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I made the decision kind of cumulatively with my family, with, with everybody around me that, um, you know, I wasn't going to play hockey anymore. And the next best thing that I could do with my, with my dad was to go snowmobiling. And, uh, yeah, I just, it was a crazy whirlwind from the time that I'm, you know, Hudson's age, she's six now. It's a crazy flashback to, to put myself kind of in those shoes, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, if I wanted to go snowmobiling, it was with my dad. And if he wanted to go snowmobiling, he had to bring me, uh, you know? Yeah. So it was kind of, cause my mom would take my brother to the rink. So, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of just grew into it naturally. He had a snowmobile dealership, actually had a Polaris dealership. Okay. So, um, you know, in my career, I went full circle. I started on Polaris, went to a couple other brands, 
here I am back on Polaris and uh, yeah, I feel right at home. So did you start in freestyle or did you start in racing? Started in racing and uh, actually my first X Games medal was in racing okay. in, in snowcross in 2008. Um, I was racing on the Blair Morgan race team, which was like kind of the coveted team. So if you were to compare mm-hmm. that to Supercross right now, that's like the pro circuit team, right? Yeah. Or like factory Kawasaki right. or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like at the highest level that you could be at. Yeah. We were competing against Tucker Hibbard and yeah. you, you guys from being from Minnesota. Yeah. Be very like familiar. Backyard. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, it was always the, the Blair versus Tucker battle. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so Blair developed this team and, and I got to race on it and, uh, you know, I got to, um, you know, have some success there mm-hmm. and just moment in moment in time, I just decided that, uh, that racing wasn't really d- going down the road that my life was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just made the decision that I'm going to stick around at home and, and, uh, just do this free ride thing. And, and I did one of my first years was in 2009 with the Slednecks. And, uh, I was rate riding one of my old race sleds, my practice sled that the team had given me. And, uh, you know, I was doing all of these, these big things. And I always, I'd always seen these sled neck movies when I was growing up and I was like, man, I'd love to be there. And, and I got there and I was like, Whoa, this is reality now. Like yeah. I, like I, there's something here, and, but I was working full time. I was logging, you know, I was, you know, yeah. I had to like pay my dues. Exactly. And, uh, and then I met my wife, Nikki, and she seen what I was doing, but then also was like, yeah, you know, like working is cool, but like, I, I think that there's something more for you. So yeah. she kind of gave me like the support and the nudge to the push yeah. to, to take my career from full-time logger, part-time filmer the other way around to mm-hmm. just like full-time filmer, full-time X games. She goes like, you know, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, well, I want to win more X games medals. And she goes, okay, so why aren't you doing X games? And I kind of had to like explain the process and, I hadn't done backflips. I hadn't really done a bunch of freestyle tricks. And she goes, well, I've seen the way that you ride. And like, yeah. you, you know how to do those things. Like, why aren't you doing them? Yeah, and awesome. uh, yeah, for sure. Like uh, I owe it all to her to, you know, that was the, that was the push that I needed to get my career going to, to where it is now. Right. right. Cause that was kind of my question was like, you, you obviously knew that you were capable of some sort of, uh, free riding, you know, yeah. you, you had all these years of riding under your belt. Yeah. I was like, when was this transition of you being like, it was it one day you had out with all those guys, super awesome. But then you just said it was like her yeah. pushing you. I, and I think that it was planted in my brain the night that I was like pretty drunk after my first X Games <laughs> snowcross medal. And my manager at the time, uh, it was the first year that they ever did freestyle at X Games and Levi had won, but he was also racing snowcross and yeah. didn't place. And he kind of like pulled me to the side and he's like, what do you think about that freestyle stuff? He's like, you think you can backflip a snowmobile? I'm like, if I had the resources, man, anything's possible. And then it wasn't long after that, I quit racing and, and then went time. down the like free ride. You know, I, I did the free ride thing where it was like, it was in the backcountry, We were shoveling jumps. That was just like, that was just personal expression. It wasn't for recognition. Uh, although I did have one moment where kind of like set myself apart um, in those years with that huge GoPro drop. Yeah. So like went yeah. pretty viral on, on Facebook and, and YouTube. Which and, like clips like that few and far between at the time. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like GoPros were like this huge thing, right? <laughs> yeah. You like mounted it to your helmet in this clear case and it had terrible audio. And, um, you know, that, that singular clip actually landed my monster energy contract. Really? And, and that like backcountry, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was strictly as a backcountry athlete for, you know, 
just making films and mm-hmm. um nikki came into my life at the right time and kind of saved me and showed me a path that uh, has led us to this insane lifestyle that i now call my job okay how many x games gold medals do you have uh, i got three golds four silvers and one bronze Damn, actually two dude. bronze because we found a spare one the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got a lot of surprise X- me at all. yeah <laughs> uh and two of them came in one year right yeah yeah two of the golds yeah 2018 double golds uh insane this the backstory behind that one is so deep and so gnarly um nikki and i had just gotten married 2017 in the spring in may a week later i snapped myself on snapped myself off on a dirt bike break my tailbone break my ankle we spent our honeymoon in the hospital Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh you know i was laid up and I was like having just like those dark days or those down days where I'm like, is this really what I should be doing? Like Mm -hmm. we've got a young family together where, you know, we've got a a house with a mortgage and like, right. Yeah. I mean, that had to have had at least one of those moments. uh, Yeah. I feel like natural thoughts after a bad injury is like, do I really want to do this? Yeah. And so, you know, we, we kind of did it the natural way and, and, uh, Nikki got me back on my feet and within three months again, I was, I was back riding dirt bikes Mm -hmm. and, um, that that season, I just dedicated everything that I possibly could. Every ounce of energy, every ounce or every minute of time was was focused towards like a big comeback and mm-hmm. and it shows. Uh, like yeah, it, it definitely does for it, sure. Lucky and, enough for you, you're able to put that time in. But when you do, it it shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it comes at sacrifice. You know, there was times totally. where I missed putting Hudson to bed and missed getting Hannah to the bus in the morning, and and uh, you know my other two kids and and. But for me, that was, that was such a drive in my life. That was, that was a goal, right? I had, I had one silver medal and I had a bronze at that time. And I was like, there's, there's more, there's, yeah. there's, there's more for me. And, and for me, it was, it was kind of personal. It was, I wanted to do things on snowmobiles that hadn't ever been done. And so I'd go to the foam pit and just beat the shit out of myself <laughs> for hours on end each day until I got these tricks nailed. And then I would take them to the airbag and land them. And I would send Nikki the video because she's at home, like managing the family and making sure that the bills are getting paid and my sponsors are happy and we're producing content. Um, you know, and I'm, I was just like so channel focused on, on one goal and mm-hmm. uh, to go in there. I won the first one against Levi. It was really cool in speed and style. Uh, I don't know that I have ever had a battle with Levi that I've mm-hmm. won. <laughs> if you go back and watch the footage, you could tell that he like had a bit of a, you know, he was, he was aggressive and, and that yeah. was how it was like to race Levi Lavalli. Like that's, that's who he is, you know? Yeah. It's so cool that we've actually been able to have conversations with both of you because you two are two of the like strongest, tallest pillars in the snowmobile industry. Yeah, you cool said too. tall, man, and him and I. No, okay, yeah, you're tall, right. dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's cool because Monster and Red Bull, it was almost like a, a pretty like cool back and forth type of thing you guys had going. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, and, um, and battling him, I, I knew that he was going to try and push me off the track or get inside <laughs> of me. And it was, but I was so focused on my tricks because I knew that. You know, if I was going to beat him anywhere, it was probably going to be tricks, on the tricks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you, walk, you go, go back and watch the footage, you can see that I stayed close to him for quite a while. And then I opened up a gap and that was because the snow from his snowmobile was going into the intake of my motor and it was like causing my motor to run very bad. And, and uh-huh. so then I was like ingesting water and my sled was blurbling and doing all sorts of weird stuff. And I'm trying to hit these ramps and do backflips, <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I'm like, Oh man, I got to give him some space. And at that point I was like, okay, well I'm either going to win on style. Like I can't win on speed. I mm-hmm. can't be this close to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one, 
I mean, as much as it was a TV show, was was a movie. Like, yeah. they wait. They made us wait so long to announce <laughs> who the winner was, and and uh, yeah, that moment uh, I'll never forget. That one, Nikki was right there behind me with Hudson. She, Hudson was just tiny, you know. Like I remember Nikki like hanging her off of the hip, and and uh, you go back and watch the footage, and we experienced that as a family. And my dad's there, and oh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, it was really awesome. And then to back that up with a freestyle gold the next night was yeah was pretty wild. You're kind of like the king of snowmobile backflips, I feel like. Yeah, just, man, I really like pulling back. <laughs> I think fun. so. That's your, like, favorite move to do on a sled, right? Yeah, for sure. Anything that you can, like, pull back or ride away from, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I've been doing Getting re-entries and anyway. doing 180s and stuff since I was, like, a kid in 2005, 2006. Like, doing the big 180 stuff is kind of, it's gone for me now. It's, yeah. You know, that that sort of uh thrill i guess mm-hmm. well, i'd say like up. as of late too most most pictures that people see of you like <laughs> yes, uh, carter's trailer door. for stoke the stoke trailer you just had wrapped you're upside yeah. down on it. that's not that's not uncommon at all yeah the main door in here you're <laughs> but, upside down you look at it and you go wait is that picture upside down you're yeah. like nope just brett sometimes i get tripped out because like <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite tricks to do is like a tsunami backflip so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get the snowmobile to do a backflip and then i'll do a handstand underneath of it while it's flying upside down uh-huh. you can actually take that picture and flip it 180 and it works and that it way it works too. the same way because like, uh, i could do that trick Upside down or right side up. You pulled one of those at Heydays, I believe. And I was yeah. standing watching. It was Sunday. And I texted you about it. And when you went around, it seemed like it took a bit longer than normal to come around on it. Yeah, it felt like an eternity. <laughs> I mean, I, and I and you know, it's one of those things where it's like probably one of the gnarlier tricks in my yeah. in my bag, but it's mm-hmm. also the one that I'm the most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's yeah, you pull hard and you step off the back and hope that the sled's going to fly around your head. Yeah, dude, it's so gnarly. But the crowd, it, it everybody was cheering, but that was electric. For and a Sunday hear, crowd. Yeah, you hear the whole a whole field of people start roaring after something like that. It's so sweet. I was hoping for that trick on Saturday, and it just didn't work out for mm-hmm. me. I had a little bit of radiator issues. Um, oh, Blaine. <laughs> I was hoping for that trick on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just didn't work out. The big crowd was there, but I had uh, a radiator issue on the back of my snowmobile, had a small leak in the waffles and it was a pretty steady drip out of there. So I had to shut the snowmobile down and kind of just enjoy yeah. the dirt bike right. while I had yeah. it. And uh, as soon as that show was done, I went back into the pits, grabbed as much uh, JB weld as I could. <laughs> and I just started filling every seam and every crack that I could of that radiator to try and be ready for Sunday. It is pretty gnarly that uh, normally you would think of when you're doing that, people would be like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that on my sled. You know, I got a leak in the radiator or whatever. And you're just like, no, JB welded up. Like you you do all the normal tricks that we do around the shop too, just to get the thing to run. Right. And but then I mean, you're still throwing gnarly tricks on it. I think there is something to be said about like, it's, so it's your favorite trick. You said sometimes it feels like the easier mm-hmm. trick to do sometimes in a way, in a weird way. I don't sometimes know. <laughs> I'd rather do that trick than just a straight back. Right. Really? But it's like, and then there is moments like people have seen you do that maybe multiple times, at least on YouTube or social media. But then when the, you don't do it Saturday, they're like, well, what's he pussing out for? But there is, there's a lot <laughs> of factors like, yeah, buddy, it. you hit that <laughs> yeah. freestyle ramp. <laughs> but it's awesome. I, we, we've been to... I don't know a hand Jackson like, a, and Jackson and then Hades and then no I guess uh, me and a couple of buddies were at Nitro Rally Cross when you were mm-hmm. there too yeah and uh, it's fun usually Nikki is right there watching you like I mean you're, you at this point don't even seem nervous anymore but I was gonna ask I wanted to actually if we could maybe at some point pulling Nikki but does yeah, Nikki bring, get bring her in dude does Nikki get nervous 
for you? Because I saw uh, after that flip, she was walking around. She went like this. She, you I looked actually, nervous. I actually believe that when I stopped and pulled up to her, she's like, you're such an asshole. Why, <laughs> why did you go and do that? It's Sunday. <laughs> uh She's actually, the, she's actually the one that pushed me to do those tricks to yeah. begin with. So it, it's a uh, double edged sword for yeah, her. Yeah. It stresses her out. I yeah. mean, that's dangerous, right? we got yeah. a family, we got bills to pay. We got, you know, the list goes on, but mm-hmm. um, she's confident in my abilities. She can see it. She can tell from the time that I wake up in the morning, how the day is going to go. Yeah. You know, so um, perfect example. Yeah. So I leave the Coeur d'Alene show, which is about two weeks before heydays. And I rode, said snowmobile at Coeur d'Alene and I go home and I, I take that snowmobile apart and I'm going through stuff and I, I have my flip levers off, which is the, th- the parts that I flip up. And when I'm doing backflips and I'm doing that trick, they hold me to the snowmobile while I'm rotating around. So I had those off cause I was doing something to the bars and I looked at her and, and I'm kind of just like, oh, I don't know if I want to bring those this weekend, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's heydays. Like I got lots going on. It's going to be. Cause then it wouldn't pressure you. Yeah, It's going to be hectic, yeah, yeah. you know? And she looks at me she knows me better than myself. She goes, you know, that if you don't put those on, you're going to be pacing around heydays, looking for somebody that's got a set. Cause you're <laughs> feeling good. Like you got a 600 mod. It's loud. It's really fun to ride. And you're going to want to go and do your biggest trick. And, uh, at that moment I was like, okay, they're getting bolted on. <laughs> I, I guess I'm you're right. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and yeah, just given the circumstances at Hades, it's a gnarly show. It's mm-hmm. in the middle of a, uh, I don't want to call it a gravel pit, but it's <laughs> this sand is 300 feet by 300 feet wide sandbox. Yeah. And we're jumping snowmobiles inside of it. And yeah, it in was, the middle of uh, August or yeah, in the middle, of, in the middle of August. I mean, so was there ever a time, I guess, as far as freestyle went, was there ever a time when there, when airbags were not a common thing or AKA didn't even exist? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I stepped into the freestyle game right when airbags were becoming a thing. Right. Um, that being said, a lot of the tricks that I learned prior to my double gold medal year was learn them in the foam pit, snow. foam to snow, you know? Really? And, and that was like a gnarly equation. Cause when we were training at DeMello's place in, in, um, Southern BC, like it doesn't get much snow there, like mm-hmm. a few inches at a time. So we would grab his kid steer and we would just Pile scrape up. up as much snow as we could and put it up onto one of his freestyle motocross landings. And then you get like four or five hits and then all the snow just gets washed off. Yeah. Right. Um, Sounds terrifying. Yeah. And so I did that for like three years and then finally airbags became a thing and bag jump. And that seemed these. like a, a, a no brainer. Yeah. To, Cause now all of a sudden, one. yeah. Now all of a sudden we're putting this airbag on the top of a frozen dirt landing and mm-hmm. you're actually not even feeling the dirt. So that changed the game. Uh, learning the tricks though was still to foam and people have this gnarly image of these foam pits are just like do anything you want into them, you know? Yeah, don't they still hurt? Oh man, I've bad hurt, things can happen. I've been hurt more in the foam pit trying snowmobile tricks than I have been actually on my snowmobile riding. You know, really? like yeah, there's you you know, Nikki can attest to it and and you know, shitty Nick, my mechanic, like <laughs> it's hard on snowmobiles and it's hard on the body. And mm-hmm. and when you're trying these tricks and 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 pushing yourselves and trying to push the sport of snowmobiling, it gets like at one year. I'm going to call it 2019. I wrote it down in my journal. I actually, I became scared of the foam pit. I had to like just not foam pit ride for really? over a week because I was so banged up and so beat up. And I just like had this image in my mind that if I jump into this foam pit, it's going to hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like, that was a mental block for me. I had okay. to, I had to like park the sled and not jump the sled into the foam pit. 
So yeah, airbags kind of open it up because anytime you can ride away from a trick, it feels so much better than getting yeah, back if you on nail the, it and then you just right. onto the snowmobile and and driving into that into that foam. Like there's been times where I hit the bottom of the pit. There's been times where I've been folded upside down or folded in half upside down underneath in my snowmobile and it's dripping gas into my eye and I'm wondering <laughs> if I'm going to catch on fire. Like yeah, waiting for the crane to come and yank you out of the thing. And yeah, if the guys can get to you. and if you get hurt in there like it feels like an eternity i bet yeah Yeah, i just i never knew that like being a guy who just watched people going to foam pits you know you watch like travis and nitro circus and all that you go oh yeah they just do in the foam pit it's okay it's all cool and the more that we've talked to people who have experience with them they go no they they hurt yeah it hurts worse than landing the trick that's for sure perfect example would be like if you if you had a puddle of water and you took a piece of bread call it toast and (laughs) and you dropped it straight up and down into the water and it kind of like falls through and then just kind of washes out Mm -hmm. like the dirt bike falls through the foam and kind of takes a lot of like it slices through the foam whereas like the snowmobile be like if you took the piece of bread and laid it flat and you drop it onto the water it just slaps catches you know there's so much Mm. surface area with the skis and the track and everything that Mm -hmm. the foam helps but it's certainly um that's not soft yeah you've been working on a trick i've seen i believe the video i saw you doing it was in the backcountry the front flip yeah has anybody front flipped a snowmobile uh yeah heath frisbee did it i i can't quote the year because i'll okay. get it wrong but mm-hmm. uh heath frisbee did it in the x games in best trick like so gnarly dude and yeah. so committed he spent an entire season committed to that front flip and um i was like okay like it's possible i don't want to go do it to the foam pit because i've seen how terrifying it was yeah um i just <laughs> believed in my abilities and believed in my skill and uh it was like i'm just gonna take this thing to snow you and know? you did it in the back country right or did you yeah. practice no, I was in in a- the, man <laughs> no practice necessary i mean obviously it was necessary but i yeah. just i didn't didn't really feel like i needed to i in my mind i was landing that one and riding away and um you know unfortunately it just didn't really go the way that i had anticipated and i got splatted yeah like essentially like a you know fly swatter with a with a bug so um, <clears throat> were you okay yeah what was the I mean, recovery I, on that i mean i was walking <laughs> yeah that's what yeah, i mean that I like a trick quote. like that is like i think david had called us and he was like brett crashed and like it could have been really bad but he's okay like 15 minutes later i like stand up and i'm like where did all of these people come from? oh so that you know, like i but i had like a 25 person crew with me the entire day whoa okay uh, so kind of could never you walk us through it okay oh, this was for your real snow yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there was a bit of a crew. That's cool. Yeah. It was a huge crew. So in that day I had landed a world's first and I had this like aspiration. I'm going to do three world's first in three days. Okay. And so I did a, the day before I did a tsunami backflip snow to snow. The following day we went and built this huge flip jump and I did a seat grab backflip snow to snow. Then in that same afternoon, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. This is good. Like, let's go find this front flip spot. And I was just checking boxes, you know, mm-hmm. and like had motivation and, and obviously good. some confidence and I was yeah. feeling good. And, and the crew around me was very supportive and we had a safety plan and, uh, we found this front flip spot and I built the little cheater bump in it. And, you know, that is supposed to be only as wide as the track is right. right. And the skis don't hit that. And so the front of the uh, snowmobile skid is supposed to hit that cheater bump and put all of the inertia into the back end of the snowmobile, and it should be pushing me on my heels and, like, trying to buck me over the bars. Yep. Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> the no, I watched the footage back, and the the nose of the snowmobile smeared that cheater bump out, 
Because you so hit it so fast, it just... It, yeah, it was, like, too abrupt, and it was too soft. I should have, like, let it set overnight so that it was, like, rock hard. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the nose going to that... The nose going to the stone wheel just, like, smeared that bump flat, and it was basically, a, like, a pretty flat lip. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to front flip off of something that, like, not to take it away from you guys, but, like, something you guys would hit. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Like, like it wasn't consequential. Yeah. Like, it, it was a bit of a downhill landing. It was, like, a tabletop jump. The lip wasn't crazy steep, but that little center section was mm-hmm. was uh, supposed to be the, the make or the break. kicker, and it, it and broke. It didn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you know immediately? Like, you felt it, like, oh, crap. Oh, this is I sorry, I had to do that too. <laughs> what, what do you think of him, by the way? He seems nice. Great guy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I knew right away, man. I went off of the lip and I grabbed a handful of brake and I pinched the tunnel and I leaned forward and I looked through my elbow, right? Because I've Yeah, it was full commitment. Yeah, I looked yeah. through my elbow and I'm dragging in my heels and I see the lip go by. <laughs> And then I see sky and I see sky and I see sky and I'm like, oh man, it's not going white. Like I was mm-hmm. expecting to see snow again. Um, and I'm, I'm doing all this looking through my elbow in about 0.5 of a second, you know? Yeah. Like it's, and it's registering and I'm like, I'm dead. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking through my elbow like this and last minute I just look straight up and get yeah. linear with the snowmobile and just got hot tubbed. Like oh. I, I was a little bit separated from the snowmobile and I held onto the bars and when the snowmobile punched me into the hole, um, I was actually hanging on bars so hard that they snapped off on each side of the riser and I punched the dash and shattered the tip of my finger off. Oh my God. It's like close, close to losing it, you know, yeah. like Cody Matichuk and Cody McNulty were there and like, I'm going to flip the sled off and they peel me out of the hole. And, and, uh, it was kind of like the, the road runner scenario, you know, <laughs> they're like peeling you out, peel out, out of the hole. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, man, I can't feel my finger. I can't feel my finger and they like take my moto glove off and I'm like, how is it? And Cody looks at me. He's like, it's going to be fine. He like grabs whatever is the closest and just covers, covers it back it. up. Yeah. You know? um, but I like got up, walked away from it. Oh um, my God. That's crazy. Didn't, didn't have a the somewhat um, beauty of snow. The fact that you got punched in. Yeah, and, for sure. And had somewhere to go versus. Yeah. Like if that was to dirt, a landing yeah. out of an, different story it yeah. probably wouldn't be here right now yeah um yeah that was kind of the mentality i'm like i'm i'm, I'm either gonna land this thing or i'm gonna get flown out of here you know yeah. that's why we had a safety plan we knew where cell service was we had search and rescue we knew what time the helicopter could fly until like it was down to like within the 20th minute you know like wow. we called got the heli on its way and and uh got me got me loaded up and and I was talking to the pilot on the on the flight out because I was filming and kind of like just kind of messing around, you mm-hmm. know, pretty concussed. And yeah. and I was like, oh, this is a nice way to leave the mountain. And I'm like watching all of my buddies ride their snowmobiles out along the ridge. Like it was actually pretty peaceful for what went on an yeah. hour before that. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, just having good people around me definitely uh, made me want to do that one. And I, I wouldn't say that it's off of the table, but I it's not something that I'm looking at right now, you know. I mean, I think just you trying it is that's huge. Yeah. Also, I mean, was this one on uh, the 146? Or? Yeah, it was on a 146. Yeah. So like okay. It's not on a snow. And so like that, like, is, for that particular one, threw me off. But then for all the other ones, I was like, to be honest, this is huge for you and huge for Polaris. Like, you're not on a a purpose built. Yeah, it was a freestyle pretty, it was a sled. One forty six assault. Yeah, you just wow. you put your little touches on it and then went for it. It was. Yeah, I had a like, seat grab crazy. seat built that I I just took water pipe, like eight inch water pipe, melted it down 
and uh, stuffed, oh, it, stuffed it into my sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Evan's going home to make one. When he has <laughs> um, yeah, that's a whole tutorial in itself. But um, Literally. Yeah, so I had a seat grab seat in it. It had stock suspension in it. And my flip leaders, stock some, bars. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The stock assault bar that year Damn. was amazing. So, oh, snapped. <laughs> what comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> you got called in, and you just stayed right there. You're getting, you're coming you in. I'm calling you out. I'll get Micah to call you out. I don't want to talk about We're going to talk about how Micah tried to take you home with my mustache. <laughs> But that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure you noticed. I'm sure you noticed. I shaved my mullet off quite literally like a day before I came here. But that was the last time. Was it even last? I don't know. When we were in Jackson, uh, you had a mullet of heydays. Yeah, right, right. I I kept it for heydays, but I shaved my mustache to look just like you, which you obviously saw. That was great. I loved it. I it was a look. Already though. loved my mullet, and then I did that, and then mm-hmm. I put on an American flag shirt, and I just started floating. <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem is now that you don't have the mullet, dude, you're gonna lose your wings. Like somebody I just was worried wings? about you, you that. You legit just got snipped, dude. I was worried about that. I heard you say something, and then I'm like, and then when everyone was like, "Dude, you're you're kind of killing it lately," like, and I was like, "It's the mullet." Just kind of being funny, but maybe that wasn't a lie at all. I I mean I've I've cut my hair in, in the past and and I kind of go on this like one haircut a year sort of scenario and I just let Nikki do it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it looks like it's trimmed up a bit. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I cut it's it still there. Cut it a while ago. Yeah. Um, but I love like the flap of the the hair just on the back of the helmet, especially mm-hmm. in the you helmet. know, yeah. Like when I'm in the air or if I'm going fast, that's how I know. That's my gauge. <laughs> yeah, you know? when the hair's moving like, in the wind. You hit a big jump, you get a couple of hair whips on mm-hmm. the back of the helmet. Like, oh, that's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a real fat trick and you're like, dude, did you see my hair? Or like the slow-mo, like when you see the video after, you're like, man, that guy's got good hair. Yeah. Yeah. The front of my hair sucks, so I just got to rely on the back. Keep the hat on, keep the helmet on, let the party flow. Yeah. I'd say, I think I got less gray hair than you. Dude, I earned these. I more, I, sorry, more, more. I earned all of these ones. So like, I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me oh, old, man. bro. Uh, actually earned every single In one the of beard. these. Yeah, yeah. It comes with having three daughters. Mm. Uh, also, maybe the, the lifestyle that I've lived and partying and freestyle motocross yep. and freestyle snowmobiles. Mixture um, of it all. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, we talk with saying sometimes about it, like the days, the party days in the in Slednecks and anything among that same genre of content and partying is wild beyond wild i heard i mean oh, you know just thank you nikki thank you, you know. she well, could see that we're all getting empty pull up a seat no. 
Yeah. So I would like, Nikki, would you like to come in for a little bit? Can you take over for Evan, please? Uh, I can. Okay. <laughs> please do. <laughs> Brett was talking a lot about how much you have helped him through his career. Uh, and I feel like you guys are a bit of a power couple in the snowmobiling industry. Full blown. Yeah, full blown. She's actually got her own fan club. <laughs> I do. Okay, I was Cue wondering if we could bring this up. <laughs> you do have your own fan club. I do, apparently. It's uh -huh. a thing. I just found out about it at Heydays. Mm -hmm. um, Brett was finishing a freestyle show, or I think that he was walking somewhere, and these guys walk up to him in this sign, and it's literally, forget Brett, we're here to see Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed. I got like yeah. a little turned on. I was like, wow. <laughs> Mama still got it. So then they come over and they're just like, oh man, like we just like really wanted to meet you. This is like our our highlight of the entire trip. Like Oh, so they were like they weren't um No, they're straight up. Like there they to weren't see. just schmoozing you. I mean no, they were no, like, no. no we and were. then he goes, Hey, I want to show you something really cool. And he pulls out his phone and there's a fan club and there's like 30 to 40 dudes in this group chat. Whoa. And it's called Nikki T Fan Club with like a peach. <laughs> it's amazing. On like, what? Like Facebook? It's not, no, oh, it's like just like a group chat. Like that was an Instagram group chat. Yeah, no or way. something. Amazing. And, and then I'm just like, oh my goodness. So then I like made a post about it because I was, and then they cut, came back. They're like, our wives are pissed. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, but um, Nikki's just over here ruffling feathers. Mm -hmm. Literally, yeah, I'm not surprised that their wives are pissed. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Hey, they I, made the group chat. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, I went and followed them on Instagram, and I like you know followed their wives. Your husband's and, so like, great. He came know, and like, said hi. You know, like because I'm I'm a like girl. Like I I love women. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Context. She loves women. That's all. But it's always like, hey, like your wife, your girlfriend, your, you know, like it's always. And they're cool dudes, man. And yeah. I mean, if you're going to go through the motions of you, Making you're not going to go to Heydays and make a sign and not be seen, you know, like that's true. Right? Like, true. are they, are they that mad or are they kind of just downplaying the fact that like, oh, we like kind of met Nikki and she's pretty nice, yeah. you know, like, um, it's just, cool, a, just a picture for mem memory reasons. Yeah. It's not the first eight days where Nikki's gotten some attention either. I mean, there was one, there was a few years ago when we were walking around the swaps, it said, uh, free beer for hot moms oh, or something. Evan. Classic. Yeah. Free I feel like maybe that might've been, uh, <laughs> Dude, that was amazing. <laughs> you saw it. Yeah, Evan would totally hold a sign like that. So he actually, that was his booth. Oh, oh that was Evan? Like, no way. No. <laughs> I was like, that is totally something Evan would do, but of course no, it was him. Before he was even associated with you guys, no that's shit. where he was. Yeah, that's how Nikki first met Evan. And Evan, I, dude. Like, that, and I, like, he messaged me here. He's like, you know, that was my booth. I was <laughs> no, it wasn't. So good. Yeah, I, it was really good. But Turkey Reinhardt was cruising around with Larry and Ticer at that the was time. That, yeah. I remember no. that. That was fun. Yeah. Larry's on a comeback. You guys, he is. I did see that. Yeah. He's been blowing up on TikTok. I think he got a manager. My favorite signed, thing about, really? um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. You know, sometimes managers are good and sometimes they're not. Um, but I'm a good manager. It's his brother, so I think he can just beat him up if it's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it still is. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a whole thing about like I heard his brother was pushing him too hard, and then he was like, 
I don't like this. I don't, I don't want, want to want die. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like a, it's it's an eighty snowmobile. I can was, only jump it so far. Yeah, it was Actually, a big part of that. Have you seen some of his crashes though? Where They're like get offs, and I'm just like it just gets bounced. Wow, like yeah. most days I like get out of bed wrong and I can't walk. <laughs> let alone like although he doesn't he's even, on the, he looks way older than he is. Yeah, he's pretty young. But yeah, either way, it was just interesting. He posted the one video, and uh, people were like. Yes, they were all about it. You know, he didn't even really accomplish much in the video, but people were really excited mm-hmm. to have him back. That would be cool. Yeah, Turkey Reinhardt was all, always like, "Is Turkey coming back this winter? You got plans I, for I Turkey? I haven't heard. I love. Turkey. Haven't, have you, yeah, actually, you been coming around at all? You want to hear the best Turkey story of my life? Mm-hmm. The first night that Nikki ever met me, I was dressed as Turkey Reinhardt. Really? No <laughs> shit. That's like that's quality funny. No, no like one hundred percent. Legit. Like I met Brett, and we were beyond drunk. And like, you were. I'm pretty sure we don't even cat. remember. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't recall meeting her. I no. just something came up on my Facebook. I'm like, I recognize that girl. Follow. <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately into the dms like it wasn't even like a follow i'm gonna like a couple pics it was like a follow and like dm just like hey head first dude Mm -hmm. well it seemed like it worked out yeah he actually told me in the first (laughs) conversation bubble like you know when you like were like facebook messenger now this was like almost 10 years ago okay and so it was like first conversation bubble and that was like the dating thing back then he told me he was gonna marry me i was like so when's the wedding She's like, well, if you're a good kisser, I'll keep you around. <laughs> That's exactly So, like, yeah, here we go. Ten yeah, years later. Ten years later, you're in. You guys mm. need to, like, spice things up in the bedroom. Can you dress up as turkey? <laughs> <laughs> There's actually some cowboy boots by the door. <laughs> uh, okay. The best part about that all, actually, is that Nikki didn't know who Brett Turcotte no, was. Didn't, no didn't okay. really care to know who Brett Turcotte was. She was just at a party with her friend and her friend had invited her to this, to the, it was actually a five on nine premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So full circle, but uh, um, I had, I had no yeah, idea actually. what someone wheeling you yeah, was. She just Wait, point. really? Yeah, no, I, where were you from? I was from Fort McMurray. So I'm an oil field girl. Got it. So I like super it, far. So it was like a Alberta. lot less recreational activities per se, as far as like sledding. Oh biking. yeah, no, I didn't do any yeah. of that. I just worked. Hmm. That was my thing. But she had toys, you know. She was like, "Oh, you snowmobile thing? I I have a snowmobile. Like, can we go snowmobiling?" Mm-hmm. So we did, and I just was a terrible boyfriend at the time, and just leave her stuck in the back, and my buddies would un- <laughs> say, like, "Brett's doing flips out there," and you're like, "Hey, can you come and get me?" Yeah, my friends yeah. are like getting her unstuck, and yeah, it was uh, yeah, that was quite the quite the time of our lives. But now- so, does being sick on a snowmobile pick up girls? Did that work for you? No. No, that wasn't it. I had no, to. I had to earn it, dude. Uh-uh. He had to earn it. Like he had to like actually chased me for like three or four months and i was like okay maybe i'll come to bc and see you because at, at, that point, at what point i was like i'm going filming she's like filming, filming what you know and i'm like yeah. she's like i thought you just locked and then you know what he said <laughs> google me <laughs> really <laughs> i love that well google 10 years me. later here we are yeah. cheers to that yeah no yeah. kidding and then you did google him right mm. no I actually waited for the movie to come out that fall. <laughs> no, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty fun to uh, like. I guess just a side note. Like if you Google us, there's a shit, bunch of shit that comes yeah. up, but only shit we put out, right? Mm-hmm. Our videos, our podcasts, yeah. our Instagram. But then when you Google you, 
it's like you know it's just fun it's fun to read there's there's a whole there's a players write up there's a wikipedia write up there's like yeah x games does a write up on you like all yeah. kinds of stuff it's i cool. found one the other day that said that i was worth like yeah eight million or something nice those like, are always wow, bullshit dude. Yeah. where did these come always. from wow <laughs> um We'll get yeah the net worth. It'll say yeah Ryan's net worth is sixty million, and then it's yeah. And then someone's like, he's, he's, he's it was in college. <laughs> people were like, "Is that real?" And I'm like, "Guys, if I was worth, it's like three hundred and some million." I was like, "If I'm worth, if I was worth three hundred twenty million, you think, think I'd be? be you think I'd be in this <laughs> shitty apartment? Like, no, no, I would be in Ibiza on a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or Monaco watching Formula One. Yeah, there we go. Walking on my treadmill. Mm -hmm. You've thought about this. <laughs> I've actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah. back to like the, the push that Nikki had though, and mm -hmm. Nikki can ch chime in on this one from her side, you know, um, like a lot of people see me on the snowmobile. Right. And, and a lot of people see Nikki sort of like on the, on the sidelines, like there was an Instagram reel made of her the other day from heydays of just like pacing up and down the, mm -hmm. the, the run in, you know, and it's like, I probably had asked her like, Hey, can you go find such and such goggle? Or like, I lost my mouth guard. And she's like, something, you know, these small things. Um, but if it, if it weren't for her in my corner and for her doing the things that she does to support my career, I call it our career sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like it wouldn't be, like you said, like not, not that it's like cheesy, but like power couple, but it's like people see Nikki and associate me. And then people see me and are like, where's Nikki? You mm -hmm. know, like definitely it happens yeah, a I'd lot. Say so for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I met him and I was like full, like I'm very like numbers driven. So I was, you know, like making really good money. And I was like, Hey, you should quit your job and mm -hmm. go be a full-time snowmobiler. Cause you're so passionate about it. And just like enabled him to be like, Hey, you go do your things. I'll look after all the back end and whatever you want to do. And like, even like after he got hurt, he was saying, I don't know if I want to like do like those dark moments. And I'm like, get out of it. No, you're not quitting. Like, yeah. no, like, absolutely not. Like, I mean, this you're is definitely your, right about the highs being better too. Like, That's a really positive thing to say. The highs will be better. A hundred percent, right? Like, and everyone has dark days. It doesn't matter what industry you're in or yeah, what, what you're, you're doing. doing or where you're at. Everyone has those. Like, I don't know how I'm going to become better or be more, you know, like viral or like how are we going to do this and like the people who are in your corner at that time that are, you're just like, I'm going to quit. I'm, I'm done. The people are like, no, you're not like it one bad quit. day. Doesn't. And when I say that I went all in on, on 2018, like, it was like all in, you know? Oh yeah. Like we had like sleep and breathe what you were practicing oh, from well. the minute that I was hurt and laying in the hospital bed yeah. until we got to Aspen. It was, wow. That's crazy. And it's crazy too. Cause like a lot of people don't know the backstory to it. Like we were like to the point of like, we had a thousand dollars in our account. We had wow. skipped three mortgage payments, we borrowed money from my dad to get there to get to wow. Aspen. And wow. I like, I was like, Hudson was a one at that point, And I was like one and a half maybe. And I was like, Hey, I love you. I support you. But if this doesn't, go the way that it needs to this is the end of us like not just like your career it's like we lose the house i don't know how we're getting home because we don't have enough gas money like wow. this is like where we're at at yeah, this like, point if you don't come home with a gold medal wow we're like done talk about pressure on 
I mean, you know, yourself. I, just, I, I strive so hard on it though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say good pressure. The minute yeah. that I relax and just put things on cruise control is when you see me kind of just like make a mistake or, you know, um, so that pressure, not that it was in my mind while I was riding, but mm-hmm. just knowing that like how committed we were and how in deep we were, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I say that we were all in like, yeah, we did spend every dollar that we had to get there and, and, you know, people have this image that you go to win X games and you're winning millions. It's like, yeah. man, if you don't go win X games from our perspective, you're from British Columbia, Canada. I had to buy my snowmobiles that year. I didn't have support for snowmobiles. I was getting free mountain sleds, but I had to buy my X game sled. Two of them actually, cause I bought a mod and I bought a stalker. Mm-hmm. So I go to X games and I had hired a mechanic at a thousand bucks a month. And that was like, that was just barely covering his bills yeah. so that he could be away from home, you know, you know, so I hired him, hired a mechanic because up until then I was doing all of it myself. So I would wake up in the morning, I'd get in the snow cat that we had borrowed, <laughs> go and push up my landing, make it really nice. Come in, like fill the sled up, warm the sled up. Give it a once over. Give it a once Mm -hmm. over. Ask Nikki to come down and watch me ride. Yeah, because no one was around. So I was there with an infant in the vehicle watching him train. And I would like put this little run together. And she's like, no, your feet weren't together. You look like shit. You're not going to win like that. I actually was like, you look like a frog. Put your feet together. I'm like, I At this time, I'm like feeling like, I was like, that was a new trick for me. I thought it felt pretty good. She's like, no, you look like shit. I'm like, I hate you so much. So then I would go and do it good. She's like, there you go. She's like, throw me horns. I'm like, okay, that's a good one. You know, Um, I think there's such a misconception with like freestyle riders and supercross riders. And honestly, just, I think the snowmobile world in general, I grew up, you know, obsessed with uh, all the guys in sled necks, all the racers, all the freestyle guys. And I would have thought you guys were flying in landing Flying in first class, riding in a bus over there, eating gourmet meals, hopping on the sled, riding, flying back home to your mansions and wherever. Like I, because you guys were larger than life, are larger than life. And it's crazy that this industry doesn't pay out and honestly like reward the work and how much effort you have to put in to be able to make just a living doing it. You know, like you're saying, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing worlds first. I'm pushing limits and I'm still logging, you know, just to pay to be able to do it. And you're putting your body and your life and everything on the line. Well, and I think that that's like a big thing too. Like when I met Brett, like he couldn't even afford to put gas in his truck. And I was like, okay, I literally am working 24 and fours, working for Enbridge, making a bunch of money. And I've now fallen in love with this random dude. (laughs) Turkey Reinhardt. Turkey Reinhardt. (laughs) And I was like, what do you want to do? Like, it's endless. Like, where do you want to go? Like, and I put everything that I had my whole life, my savings, my, you know, pension, your everything that got invested for all those years working into it. And it's paid off, thankfully. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly the you saw power couple. <laughs> you saw two things. You saw talent and the passion. drive. Yeah. No, it was yeah. the passion. Like I've never met anybody ever that has loved something so much than he loves snowmobiling. Now it's kind of like gone gone in the other direction of like x games has been taken off of the table you know and quite now, a bit yeah and now you know nikki nikki and i kind of made this decision together and it's like everything's gotten so content based and so mm-hmm. like at everyone's fingertips you know and mm-hmm. you know i started the clinics thing and and that's that's all been great and 
and with the the passion that I have for snowmobiling and the support that I have in the industry, it's allowed me to be able to to branch, you mm-hmm. know. And but without Nikki's help and without her oh, knowledge and all the ideas or without her knowledge. Cause like, I'm just like dumb athlete guy, you know, like I like snowmobiles. Like, yeah, you know? you're, well, you're much not. more than that. But. He's actually not that. Yeah. You know, but like, I just like, even with my phone, I'm so bad at texting my friends back or like I honestly, posting a reel. Like mm-hmm. every morning, like I don't set a reminder in my mm-hmm. phone. It's like, it's her. She's like, do you post a reel yet today? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Post a post, you do know? some stories. Like, it can like, be more difficult do, than you'd think. It is. Yeah. It's actually. And it helps so much having that. You know, and yeah. I'm, I'm waking up and I'm like, oh, like, did it, did I make that parts order? Or like, mm-hmm. what do I need for the season? And she's like, hey, you haven't posted a reel in two days. Like your, your following started yeah, to Yeah, I guess we, like, we didn't mention that right away, but you started your YouTube channel, which yeah. is really good. Just one of those things that it's like, moving into the content world yeah. mm-hmm. but uh it's something that i think especially people snowmobiling but other people want to see mm-hmm. yeah like, and what's I'm your day-to-day to, look like yeah and i'm trying to keep it real on there mm-hmm. i mean yeah. even this weekend i, I like that a, personally watching it i really enjoy how real it is and it's like the, i'm them pulling up sides broken sides fixed sides yeah. this that yeah. uh everything i love it yeah and I, I mean even this weekend we're making a uh a vlog based on this weekend and like I want to show people kind of, you know, our life Yeah. You know, as much as it is me, there's like so much more to it, you know, like there's Nikki driving the truck down yeah. here. Cause I was tired from hunting all week and mm-hmm. kind of just like, I, yeah. you know, I, we spent so much time on the road this summer and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just, just the, the life, you know, I, yeah. and kind of the, the Turcotte brand, it's not me. Like I, I Turcotte is a brand or is becoming a brand now. Like people mm-hmm. are starting to associate the name with multiple people and uh you know our kids and and everybody that's kind of around us you know so with the youtube channel i'm trying to you know trying to keep it well-rounded and keep it as real as i can i'm trying not to manufacture things in there and mm-hmm. right and well because some people that don't know about what you should do or there's not this right or wrong uh thing to do here but they might be like cool you're gonna go make a freestyle edit yeah. But you're like, no, I, yeah, and you're smart, including you is big, including the kids mm-hmm. is big. And that's what people are watching on YouTube. Well, too. and really we get a lot of our inspiration from you guys. I'm going to stop them. Oh, uh, this one's dead. Oh, oh no. Oh no. All right. Sorry guys. We, since we're not in our studio, we don't, uh, the cameras sometimes turn off. So we just had that. So we'll pick back up. Yeah, right when we started to get a little emotional too. Right? Yeah. No, what I think he started to fluff you guys a bit. Yeah, yeah, like I'm, you know, just like, but really inspirational wise, like I look at what you guys are doing and I was like, Brett, you need to start cool. fucking around like, more. Like, why are you doing cool <laughs> shit like them? Like, what are we doing here? Like, it is fun sometimes inspiring. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. We had uh, enduro rider Spencer yeah. Wilton Spencer, come over. Yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. killing it. And he, was watching us and he was very inspired by us because he was like, I see all I was, I was just stuck on these riding vlogs. And then he's mm. like, I mean, this is, this is just a random idea. I was like, maybe I should do something where I like, he was like, I'm going to fill my tire with gummy worms. Just a random idea. Right. But I'm like, no, stuff like that. I mean, like if you do your race stuff and do what you do and then just do fun stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, I anything. feel like Brett has a hard time having fun stuff sometimes. Like he's got his turkey Reinhardt, but like he's a pretty serious pretty serious fella well you guys see me at hayes no like at jackson but you gotta be like i gotta gotta work you know like i've created or we've created this sort of like professional image for myself and it's like i can't 
if I was to go back and like reset it, I could like kind of mm -hmm. have this other branch where it's just like I just mess around all the time and I can like try funky stuff. But I'm also on the other side of it, I'm like trying to uphold my yeah my reputation. Is like the YouTube world's wild, and I mean, our kids watch some <laughs> wacky stuff on there. Yeah. And she's like, "Why can't we do that?" And I was like, "Do you want to do that?" <laughs> it's me, you know. Yeah. Like, and and you know, and so not to say that there isn't stuff that's on the on the list for this coming winter that's going to be like a little bit different and maybe not so professional, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think there is that room to have fun. And, yeah. um, you know, that's where Nikki comes in really strong and kind of, it kind of just like flies the flag for me is like at events or, you know, contests or where we're out in public and doing stuff. Like I'm so, I'm pretty focused. I'm not the most loose fella. Mm -hmm. If you want to say that? Well, yeah. you're trying to <coughs> stay alive. Yeah. 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 yeah there's you a know, lot of stress. Like, <laughs> Let's take heydays, for example, because it's, it's fresh yeah. and it's in my mind. Like I have like a six drink cap, like on yeah. Saturday night before I got to go do a KOD flip on Sunday, yeah. I'll have five or six drinks and like not hang me. out and be yeah, fun. Not be hung over you and know? not be too stiff, you know, but yeah. not to like throw anybody under the table. But Nikki will wake up and be like, ah, oh, today feels like a good day. Like, it, can <laughs> we have a Bud Light now? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you guys, we were in Jackson. Yeah. We oh, got, yeah. You guys did three nights in Jackson. We you did three nights in Jackson. You, you guys got the Nikki T experience. Keep, yeah, we like did. the... Keep in mind, <laughs> the whole time we were, like, we had you in, in our thoughts and prayers. You know, in our... <laughs> yeah, in I our put minds him to our bed. Party yeah. we were, I put yeah. him to bed, and I was like, okay. I know you got a big day tomorrow. I got I know you, I support you, but I am not going down this road. Thanks for I'm, working this weekend, yeah. honey. I'm going to go party. Yeah, like, uh, unfortunately, I am not going to bed at 830 tonight. <laughs> but I see why you are. So have fun. Yeah. So I, I want to keep you from it. That part about it. I'm glad you're able to do that really without. I mean, there's such a thing. Everyone gets FOMO. But like you're really able to do that well. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get FOMO. I'm like, ah, I don't think I can just go to bed tonight just because I got an early morning tomorrow. Well, you're also not doing uh, KOD flips right. tomorrow. So that, and, that, and so that does yeah. help. But I mean, anything you got to do, I mean, let's just say you got a, like a big interview or I don't That's know, you still seem to have that discipline. Yeah. For sure. That'd be a lot better. To. Yeah. He has discipline. I do not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why the power couple works. Yeah. You know? Nikki's like, Nikki's so good with people. And, um, you know, that's what, that's been like a big influential part of my career yeah. is that like with that association is like people understand the job that I do, but they also understand that like Nikki's kind of unofficially my manager, you know? <laughs> I'd say, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'd say so. And she'll like, she makes the best deals after midnight. And it's yeah. like, that's just how, yeah. that's just how some of the industry how, works, you like, know? And, anything, like, we'll be like, I met, you know, one of the three owners of Monster Energy drinking red wine, had no idea who she was until the next morning. I was like, oh, oh you're standing in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, and we're all at the round table for breakfast, and the girl that Nikki was just previously partying with is standing in front and like saying, like you know, marketing and yeah, and, and she's her like, thank yous, and Nikki's like, oh, that person was pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we uh -oh. talked three bottles of wine together last yeah. night. <laughs> no, and that's just I. That's who I am. I yeah, am, I make friends you know? with everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, we've been to some like crazy like, parties. Like we've seen yeah. you know, oh. Machine Gun Kelly live. We've been at the top of Aspen. We've, you know, we've seen underground. Seen and been if you haven't been underground in Aspen, and, Colorado, you have underground? never. Underground? You have underground never. Underground in Aspen. Underground in Aspen. It is gnarly wild. in there. <laughs> I may or may not. Yeah, I may or may not have spent multiples of thousands of dollars on bottle service underground in 
Damn, I think we need to go there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good time. Um, but we but we uh, I have always had that outlook too. Like a lot of our connections we make through. Yeah, I guess partying, hanging, we'll say. yeah, mm-hmm. hanging. yeah, just hanging. Yeah, just well, because that's when people are the realest, right? right? Like, I and think, that's, yep, that's. I remember meeting you guys seven years ago and being like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> like, just, <laughs> oh, being, yeah, that's right. just being an asshole. Well, if we if we aren't punks now, we were definitely punks. <laughs> we were definitely then. punks then. <laughs> it was good. I Someone just, needed to call us. I a was punk. laughing so hard, and now I look back at it and I was like, "Oh, foot in mouth." <laughs> like, <laughs> And you guys manage so among all of that, right? Of of you trying to stay somewhat focused or more focused when you have to do big things, and mm-hmm. you covering everything else in the personal relations. <laughs> uh, you got three kids, so it's like four that's kids. A, four kids, four kids, four, yeah, four, a lot 15, to keep up with. Thirteen, eleven, and six. Yeah, all I, spread out, like, mm-hmm. but it's good. Like, it's great. Really good. And we guys, actually yeah. just were trying to have another one. And it just hasn't, yeah, to make a number five, but it just hasn't worked. And so we're just back on the party train. Uh, I saw that you guys have a, a track in your backyard. Is that right? For the kids and for you? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Hudson is is our youngest one. She's uh-huh. six and she's got an electric uh, gas gas 50. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, in the spring, once the snowmobiling kind of winds down, we do kind of shift our focus into moto and, mm-hmm. and she expressed some interest in that. And, uh, and it's just cool. the passion that I have for motorsports and oh, for anything geez. that is gnarly is I'm like, okay, you want to do it? I'm going to just drop everything that I'm doing right now and give you that opportunity. Yeah. Our children, you know, legitimately and, have $200,000 worth of mountain bikes toys, and dirt bikes and, and snowmobiles. So it should and, be, it's like a dream. Yeah. yeah. It's just stuff, right? It's yeah. Just yeah. Things in the garage. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I, but I'm in that place right now where, is it true the neighbors uh, maybe yeah. don't like? Well, they don't like the gas bikes, man. But my lawnmower oh. is louder than my one ten <laughs> yeah. bikes. Okay. So, like when I'm really, planking rocks yeah. with the lawnmower is so way louder. So what really? I'll tell you what really happened <laughs> was we had an absolute rager. Okay. <laughs> and we were in the pool with forty people till three a.m. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we need in Canada because we got to come to these parties. So, there was people jumping off of our the roof. Backyard, yeah, like, you guys renovated like, the backyard into just the most mint hangout spot. Yeah. Well, it's like I've, the Turcotte Resort it's back so there. Yeah. So I, um, I, I wear many hats. So I'm an equipment operator, interior designer, manager, business accountant, bookkeeping, media. I literally just wear all the hats. And so... So we, we <laughs> bought the house and I was like, this pool is shit. Excuse my language. But I was like, no, I you can swear it. here. We I, swear. I, I it's want the it. internet. <laughs> it's the internet. I want it like this. And so we just, mm-hmm. uh, wow. Fred helped. Yeah. I put some time in Did actually it? the beginning of the spring, we walked the mini excavator over to the pool that had about two feet of ice built up into it. And I just started, started punching the ice with the excavator <laughs> bucket because she was so eager to get the ice out of the pool to get the pool fired up so that we could start building on the yard. Yeah. Also fast forward our, things till July. We got a motocross track in the backyard. <laughs> the pool's firing yeah, off. A lot happened. There's people this. jumping off of our roof into the mm-hmm. pool. Um, we had a, um, a housewarming party and it was Mexican themed uh-huh. and you got there and I had bought like 50 milliliter Patron bottles. 
Yeah, that was the rite of passage. So that was the rite of passage. You either did a shot of fireball with a like fake mustache on. So you had, I like super glued like fake mustaches to people's faces. Super glued? Or like taped okay, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Nice call on the bluff. Um, so that you had to put on a mustache and drink the fireball or you did the Patron shot and then put a Mexican hat on and you had to wear the Mexican hat all night. So we had people, like our pool was actually dyed a different color because the Mexican Because all that sombrero was like yeah. out into it. <laughs> like, yeah, it was great. But that was the reason why bylaw. Yeah, to go back to the bylaw thing. So we're actually away at a friend's place. We're surfing on the boat and Nikki's like gets this doorbell ringer notification. And we can see there's like a weird stripe on a truck and there's a canopy and a light on top. And she's like, what the heck? Like, did the dogs get out? Is there a bear in the mm-hmm. yard? And nobody's home. And so then... We're like trying to talk through the doorbell to this this lady, and we could see that she's in uniform. I'm like, oh well. <laughs> we <laughs> get we home. Go. We get home, and we get this notice. Right there's so, there's multiple options on the on the list. It's like, uh, you know, noise noise complaint, complaint uh, such and such, like garbage left out, da da da. And it was like other, and it just said dirt, dirt bike, bike noise. <laughs> You know, dirt bike noise. <laughs> and so then for like a week, we are calling the bylaw, calling, 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 nothing. Finally, someone answers and she I was, shows up. I was at work and. So and wait, who dropped off the note? Was it the police? Yeah, it was no, like bylaw. Just, yeah. just, just bylaw. So like it's like, wait, what's bylaw? I don't know what bylaw is. Either. It's like a one. It's like a security, like a mall security. So they deal cup. with like. Oh, they deal with small issues. In, like, like if you have a dog and it's shitting in your neighbor's yard. So they she can didn't call nine one one because nine one one told her to fuck off. Probably. So she, <laughs> so she called so, bylaw. Okay, and then they came over and left a notice, note. <laughs> like left a notice on our door. Oh and so then the girl shows up, and I'm home. Brett's away, and she goes, "Yeah, like we got a call for dirt bike noise." I said, "Well, yeah, we got a dirt bike truck." She's like, "Yeah, it's fucking sick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bylaw officer oh. was like, "Man, this is it's sick! Sick. Like your kids ride here. Like, can yeah. you show me videos?" So me and her bro down for like half hour. <laughs> I like bring out the electric bike, do a fucking lap, and she's like. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, your neighbors yeah. can fuck right off. I'm <laughs> sure your neighbor was just upset they didn't get invited to the party. But we invited there was everybody. an open invite oh. on Facebook. There was an open invite yeah. on Facebook for our like community. Like you know how like neighborhood Facebook watch has like the neighborhood watch. And I post. I said, hey, we're not 13 Rager. year olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally said, but that we are like, doing this. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I put it on Facebook to say, hey. It's going to be loud. It's going to be noisy. We're having a pool party. There's tequila and lots of tequila involved. Like I still have half of a two six of Patron Silver in the freezer of our trailer Oof. just waiting. But it was like a full pit bike national. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like we, there was two pit bikes and the rest was Surons, but there was like a dozen Surons there. And it was like. Okay, so start about your Suron races. So we started the Suron races. I, I was going to kind of ask you about yeah. that because we were just yeah. at the dealership checking out the, all the all, uh, yeah. Surons. And I was like, we need them. How do you fly them home? I don't know, but we need them. Okay, so <laughs> we started the first ever Suron race. Sort of like in Western Canada. So in we, Western Canada at our house. So I built this track for Hudson in the backyard. Then all, for of, a, him. For, no. then all of a sudden, like my buddy's like, oh, can we bring the Surons over there? I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So then we like start this little group chat thing going and, and all of a sudden now there's a dozen Suron dudes that want to come to our place on a Thursday night. And I'm <laughs> like, 
Yeah. And a PA not, system not, not with just a mic. I'm like, I text Nikki. I'm like, hey, babe, um, you want to go to Costco and grab one of those PA system speakers with the light? <laughs> it's got to have a PA. We're like stringing extension cords into the backyard and firing up the Traeger and doing burgers and dogs. And like we created this whole like scene. And so then each week, pretty much all summer long, we had this like Suron like summer night series in our backyard. And like people just. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're their, building like the field of so dreams awesome. in your backyard for Suron. Okay, but now they're doing it. Now there's like at- a full national. National series. There's in a Canada. national series. They just did one in Ontario. Like it's literally like nationwide now. What? Have you been to any that weren't? Yeah. At, in oh, your yeah. backyard. Yeah. yeah right. I went to one and actually. Well, the first one. Yeah. The the first one was um, in June or July in Canada, Kamloops, and uh, yeah, it was huge. There was like twenty something entries or something. It was like Saturday night after a uh, amateur national. There was. Yeah, there was a mom moto. No, I don't want to talk like, about that. <laughs> there, was, there was like a full Suron. Like, like full mom moto to the point of I may or may not have. Grabbed the wrong break. Drinking oh. <laughs> too much before adult said beverages <laughs> yeah. before said moto. Uh-huh. And came into a corner and forgot. Which was the front and which was is it reverse from like a bicycle or Dude, those reverse throws me off not so having the a same as right. moto yeah so I just like full like dirt slammed dirt Endo. slam yeah. twice two laps in a row actually and then comes in and she like <laughs> two laps in a row okay <laughs> no, comes hey, in like comes in like, me out. no come check the brakes while you're under the bus uh, comes in like slams the bike on the ground and she's like the front end's loose and I was like <laughs> pardon. I'm like, I just actually won on that bike <laughs> and it felt great. Like I, the suspension was dialed. It like was the bike. it feels good. It was She's not just the like operator. Naturally. Typical racer, you know, anyway, so, so, then, so then the video comes out, like there's actually like video footage of it. And I was like, <laughs> I had the Insta 360 so like, I could see exactly see what me was grabbing happening. Front yeah. break. And I was like, didn't happen. <laughs> oh, it's a mirrored image. Of yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool that they, they, so they had, they have one for kids too. Yeah, there was a there was a kids race and like Ezra Ezra raced it and um yeah the surround thing's cool the electric thing is starting to make starting to make waves you yeah know? make waves and make uh, less neighbors mad mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I got a mm-hmm. I got a Stark on order I'm waiting I oh really see it. I won't see it till the end of next Those summer very awesome what's a Stark uh, uh, the kind of a new tape moto bike on an Alta yeah. yeah okay yeah. so we fun. had an Alta. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, we so, had an Alta, yeah. Yeah, we bought one for me, and I, like, customized the seat and did all the graphics, and then... Those things are wicked. kind of scary. Very no. scary. Obviously, like, I haven't spent a lot of time on one, but they're kind of scary. Hi, David. Hi, Hi David. David. How are we doing? We did good. There's a latte yeah. there for you. There's a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, an athlete... Um, yeah, I, I agree though, though with you on the scary side is, like, because it's electric, you it's don't just, respect mm-hmm. the sound yeah. and the power that yeah, it has. right. I agree. For sure. Yeah, I just remember, it, I mean, one time CJ got on an Alta, first time ever, and he was like, yeah, this is cool. Like, unlimited torque. It's kind of crazy yeah. fast. Next thing you know, he, like, hit. <laughs> looped out. There's, like, there was, like, an airplane strip, so they just dumped off. So it's, like, just think of hitting a big ditch. And I'm not, he could have jumped over two buses. Yeah. <laughs> he just, <laughs> but, like, we look over, like and he just went, zing, and he's, like, flying in the air, and he yeah. goes, fuck those electric bikes. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, I like it, like, um, just cause I really hate blowing a clutch or like 
Missing a shift. Just, yeah, yeah. Missing like a the shift motor doesn't get like, hot. Yeah. yeah. And so I like put Hudson on the front. I mean, who her will go like do a moto and it'll be like sick. I don't have to worry about like her leg getting burnt on the exhaust yeah, or, yeah. you know, like well, there's a lot of pluses. There's a lot of pluses. And also I don't ride a dirt bike that well. So it makes me feel really cool. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's what I liked about it for sure. Well, that was badass. Thank oh, you yeah. for coming yeah, on. Thank yeah, you for thank having you. We won't have you guys too long. Thank you so much. Appreciate it wouldn't it. have been a podcast. I was talking on the way down. She's like, man, like last night I had this dream. Like you talked about me in your podcast. <laughs> like, I don't know what you said, but you talked about me. I'm like, you know, you're going to be on it, right? Yeah. Like, she's no, like, no, no, no. no. I was no. like, well, no, babe. Like that's us. Like, that was, yeah. Originally it was hoping for that. So yeah. it worked yeah. out well, We love you guys. Like we love you too. Like yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited for tonight, time. dude. I don't yeah. have any events tomorrow. You say you're on vacation. Yeah, this is this the first week. time yeah. I think that you guys have right, actually like been able to like. May or may not keep my shirt on. We're going to, uh, Get Jay and Blaine on here after yeah. you guys. Yeah. Excited yeah. to see the Jay and Blaine show. Also, I love Jay Manaberry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes two of us. <laughs> he is like, I remember, okay, best memory of Jay. Probably about nine years ago, we were at a 509 heli shoot in Sycamus. And we were in the back of somebody's RV that they were pulling with a truck. And we were having a part, a dance party in the RV as they were driving it down the road. So good. Amazing. And that's how we like went from location to location. And it was. got to track down an RV for tonight. Yeah. Yeah, We're going from the windows to the wall. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your YouTube channel, Brett Turcotte. Yeah. Brett Turcotte. uh, Instagram, Turcotte16. And uh, make sure you guys go and follow Nikki as well. She kind of supports the whole thing. And uh, yeah, send me a DM if you want to find out more info. Got it. Great. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Perfect. All right. We had a little bit of a roster swap here. We got Jay and Blaine. Oh, wait. We got to cut in the clip of what we just did between the two. We broke out the bongzilla. Yep. (laughs) And we... Not to get it twisted as to what you might think it would be, but we uh, we prepped yeah. up. That's all it was, was just a little podcast prep. That's just a little important. podcast fluid. Yep. So we have Oil. Jay Menaberry and Blaine Matthews. Uh, what are your numbers again? <laughs> My Six, phone number? Four, nine, nope. 411. 411. 230. I just feel like that's important to know. Yeah. yeah. In the racing. That's our race race numbers and our Instagram handles. Yeah. Why buddy go to the dentist? What time was the uh, buddy's appointment at the dentist? What time was buddy's appointment at the dentist? 2.30. Oh, 2.30. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping it'd be a good one. Yeah. I was a knee slapper. That's a dad. Dad. <clears throat> uh, so you guys recently just uh, launched the Jay and Blaine show. Or is um, it Blaine and Jay? Jay and Jay Blaine. And Blaine. Well, you're in the process of launching Yeah, it. it's kind of in the... Well, if you look at it... The, the Blaine and Jay, if you abbreviate, it's the BJ show. Yeah. Which All right. Now I'm, I don't wrong. know why no one told me this. Because <laughs> so we kept it kind of PG. Yeah. By going with Jay and Blaine? Yeah. Because if you Google BJ show, what do you think you're going to get? Right. You're going to get a yeah. picture of us. Yeah. Mm-mm. We can't. And you don't want to get like your faces <laughs> in with all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. That's smart. So uh, you guys grew. Do you? When did you meet? Racing. It's been about 10 racing, years. Okay. We were racing each other. And, in semi-pro. Yeah, we were like, hill oh, climbs. fuck this yep. guy, he's beating me. And he's like, fuck this guy, he's beating me. And, and the then, cool thing then was like, Jay was riding a Polaris 
when I started racing against him. Yeah. I was a few years older than him. But, like, my first year racing semi-pro, I was having a pretty good season. And then this guy came along <laughs> and was like, man, who is this guy? He's like, Gave you a run for yeah, your Yeah, like, it was now it was a battle. And we duked yeah. it out. And, uh, and then shortly at, right after the year after, you went back to Skidoo. Yeah, it was and a short stint. With very play. short. But, uh, like, that created the competitiveness. It was like, all oh, this off-brand Damn. guys duking it out with me. So I have to, like, try to beat him. And he was thinking the same. And then the next year, we're teammates essentially yeah. and that's where we create a bond the bond, true yeah. bond yeah and then the friendship beyond the racing and the sleds and all that right because like, i mean how far away do you live from each other uh, about hour and a half if yeah. you're yeah. on the highway but i mean we're, we're just like two peas in a pod we're quite literally shit. Yeah. We're, we, well we that's like what i thought stuff. you were a one-off character <laughs> and then you brought Blaine along one time, and I was like, I didn't think you could bring anyone crazier than you with. <laughs> no, he is crazier than me. Like, if you like me, you're going to like him yeah. even more. We get into some good stuff. Yeah. Like, I love fun. He lives a good life. I live a pretty crazy life. I mean, yeah, he lives a good... He drives a Ford Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> you is, still have that? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Of course. Dude, it's mint. I, I seen Jay somewhere this thing. summer. Oh, is it a golf tournament in Pinda? Like, this cool-ass golf tournament they do? And they th- assume, like... I, I was busy working, couldn't be there. But uh, I whip in that afternoon, just go have some beers with everybody at the golf tournament. And I see this Ford Ranger, and I'm like, that is Jay's Ford Ranger. Like, I, I was thinking he was going to drive a nice truck. No. No. The Ford, no, Ford Ranger. Dude, the Ranger goes everywhere. It takes me everywhere. It's awesome. <laughs> and you know what? I went back home through the dirt roads on that thing. You couldn't do that on the F-350. I mean, you could, but it But you'd rather do it cool. the Ranger. Fuck yeah. yeah. Right. Legendary status, 24-7. Yeah. You guys have some Rangers still? We Just do. one. Just, Just one, yeah. only one survived. Yeah, we're in the process of uh, turning it into a dually no, right now, yeah, <laughs> like cool. the Grindhard guys. Yes, yeah, except they, for they did six they did, wheel. They have right. a six, but that one's. Have you next seen level. that in person yeah. yet? No. no. Oh my god, it's pretty a work it, of art. Yeah, so as all we, Rangers are. Yeah, I think yeah. A dually yeah. those pretty true. Yeah. It's going to be nice. It's good because we have the gooseneck uh, attachment in the box. Yep. So it will be good to have a little bit more uh, road coverage. It looks know. professional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're like, Did we're we going to start doing hot shot trucking. Did we <laughs> add any leaf Ranger? springs? No, we didn't no. add anything to the suspension. Don't forget but... your Department of Transportation number. Yeah, ah, they'll be calling. <laughs> They're going to be looking. <laughs> Not for hire. Yeah. So what do you guys have planned for once the snow starts to fly? I guess together or apart, but together. Well, virtually everything now is kind of together. Like we're one. We and really have been for a couple of years yeah. now. You know, we've when the friendship started, like it started the race, and we've got pictures. You know, 2014, 2014, 15 that we're hanging out the hill, we're scoping out lines. You know, the photography companies took, and we look back now and like we didn't realize what we had then, mm-hmm. and then this thing, the friendship really hit. We're riding together every day. We're we're planning trips together. We're doing stuff in the off season. And that's what it really means. Like it's not the every day on the snow, you know, it's like the friends, all of us together, camaraderie. And uh, that's what really sparked it. And then last season, things really like this idea, like, cause it's kind of been a show, you know, like when we're together, it's a spectacle. Like there's going to be something to it is laugh at or like we're, I don't know. We're not going to float our boats, but it's a good time. Like, yeah. yeah. And this, I mean, goes way back to when we first started to, to meeting everyone, but meeting everyone on the 509 team, all the athletes. And we go, all of us said the same thing. We're like, damn, they're all so fun. 
I would have never known yeah. because yeah. I wouldn't have. I, you know, watching the films, right. would have never known what you did in your personal life, what yep. your humor was like, nothing. I think that's and, really cool. I'm glad that 509 is starting to do that with now that they're doing the podcast and the YouTube series, like yeah. every rider is getting a lot more of a spotlight and where you get to see them develop. Because I remember my first year coming out here for the premiere, uh, I was terrified. Because yeah. I'm like, what am I going to talk to these riders about? I can't talk to them about my snowmobiling stories. They're going to be like, oh, sick buddy, you did a little wheelie and turned yeah. out, you know? like. Yeah. And then we ended up having one of the best times in yeah. Spokane. Right. That there's something to be said about like, don't talk about your snowmobiling stories with professional snowmobilers or even, I mean, we get that. Some dude's like, yo, you guys love sleds? I love sleds too. Should we talk about them for the next half hour in the mm -hmm. bar? No, mm, not necessarily. Yeah, like, not necessarily. It always creates that like, common bond. All of a sudden, now you're talking about the most random thing in the world. Yeah, and now you become friends over it. And that's yeah. like what him and I, I think, have really brought to a lot of people. Like, you know, the professional athlete, the professional this and that. What the title? Like, we love that. We enjoy that. We have passion for it. You know, we like to push our limits, whether it be the racing in the backcountry. You know, obviously, a guy like Brett really pushes the industry in the backcountry. I mean, he's kind of like the top tier, right? And we look up to a lot of that stuff. But this one thing that we really believe in, too, is, like, the relativeness that everybody is still human, you mm -hmm. know. Like, mm -hmm. we do this because we have a passion, because of not one little thing, not one jump we hit, not one line we pulled, because of the people that are involved in the industry. Mm -hmm. And that's what I yeah. think makes set us apart a little bit in this idea. So to your, to your point, that's kind of what we want to show, is that we do – the athlete stuff, just like Brett, he's got a serious side. He's, he's business. He's, you know, he's what was a racer. He's in competition. So are we. We're competitive. We're, you know, we're racing for the top spot in a professional series. But we're also a couple of guys that like to drink beer. Mm -hmm. And we're, we, I feel like we balance it out. <laughs> we try to balance it very well. And. I think a lot of people can appreciate that. And that's what we want to show because of you guys, like you guys show that it's not all serious. Like you don't have to be like this corporate and you can, dummy. and you can get somewhere with that. Yeah. Too, yeah. It's like, and it's, I mean, it's a kind of a weight off my shoulders too. Cause I look back on my career, like you said, going to those premieres and I thought I had to be like this. Yeah. yeah. This thing that mm -hmm. I was so uncomfortable with. And now I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to be myself because right. Or exactly. like, yeah, early on, yeah. I mean, and we would still get this, like right when we first met you, it's like, what, what was he like in person? Yeah. And then I would kind of be, I mean, all good things, but I was just like a normal, I mean, dude. A lot, no, I was like a normal dude, but I was like, a lot different than you think a lot funnier and cooler and yeah. Uh, yeah. more fun and more out there than you'd think. Uh, uh, yeah. Which you just wouldn't guess. Right. So that's a normal thing. dude, just way better. That's snowmobiling than us. <laughs> right, which is yeah. the one thing that I can say that I have. Like, I'm a kind of a one-trick pony. I'm not good at anything else. So if I can be a good snowmobiler and then also be, like, a good friend or a good human, I want to show that. If we're in the business Definitely. to, like, entertain. do what we do and entertain, yeah. then might as well, like, be real with it. Exactly. Fuck it. And you guys have really... I'm glad I, to hear that. Yeah, I've yeah. never, it's funny. I've never really been like a YouTube watcher or like really related to anybody. But I, when I first met you guys, honestly, I didn't really know who you were. I knew you had a YouTube channel and you did what you did. But then I started actually watching your stuff. And like, 
I look forward to every episode because really, okay. yeah, Thanks, honestly, Jay. honestly, like it's you guys, inspiring. It's like, what are we gonna do next? You guys, I mean, we like, definitely yeah. pride ourselves. And it's funny, in that. you guys, your banter between all of you and the shenanigans, and like, it's like I want to be there because I mean, honestly, it would be guys, so fun. You guys like through the curveball industry of whatever it may be, you know, like the pat the people's passion, the curveball come from like you guys because. If you look at a professional athlete standpoint, okay, they're staying, you know, professional. And like you said, you guys meet someone back in the day. Oh, gosh, how do I handle this guy? How do I talk to him? When yeah. they're, they are real people. Yeah. They all, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, there's no difference between any of us. We like to have fun. We have a passion for things we enjoy. But, like, you guys really opened up that doors for, like, say, big corporates, this and that, to understand the importance of people are human, and they like to have a good time, and they like – their surroundings they're not just like a a robot and not only that but that people like to see you guys be human yeah you know like or and us they like to see people be human and i like like, that's why i love this right now and everything yeah like we get to elaborate and and be ourselves and just chat Mm -hmm. which is really fun and uh yeah it's been fun seeing that out of you guys uh also fun to see i mean like we roll up and you're like, yeah, I just got done with, uh, you know, a handful of rodeos. Like you were doing that. You know, I just got done. I was out bear hunting. I was out <laughs> moose, elk hunting, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Like we have, you know, the lifestyles. You guys are huge. definitely mountain men. Oh, for sure. I love the mountains. Yeah. Well, it's him more so him, than I. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, well, it was cool to hear that you were elk hunting too. Yeah. Out yeah. There. That's a whole nother aspect of like our personal lives. He's, he's fluent in, hunting and wrangling you know, wrangling <laughs> yeah. anything i survive kind of live like a pretty wild west lifestyle and yeah where i you know pine to wyoming it's pretty it's not remote but it's still old school mentality there you know wild like, west for yeah. sure yeah i mean everybody has rules we have rules but at the same time like it's pretty laxed what do you guys think but those about are that? those are the, the like the unwritten rules that everyone knows yeah yeah what do you guys think about so many people moving west and the mountains being taken over by it? people that maybe didn't grow up there? Honestly, it's a double-edged like, sword. It it's, is. It is. Because like, like, you can't blame them. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. I want to be there. Right. Yeah. We, but we're there because we love it and we, we know why people are coming. But at the same time, it's like, man, another, another one, another one. But at the same time, like I sit back and look at this. I mean, I've spent my last... 10, 15 years, you know, deep in the back country, whether it be snowmobiling or in the summer. Cause like between pack trips and hunting trips, I mean, that's like what I did for a living was be in the back country, um, mostly hunting and, okay. and, and summer pack trips. <clears throat> but, uh, they still, people are still unwilling, to, like the people that are moving out and they're settling in cause God, I'm getting away from whatever they're getting away from, or they just want something new. They still don't get what's out there yeah like there's yeah. still remoteness within the states here especially in wyoming right yeah and uh it's i'm like that's okay because they'll never find it you know right. it's a pretty daring thing really like to go back in somewhere deep and and I, I it's right there but yeah. they don't know yeah. that they're there but they're not really there yeah. so it's like yeah yeah i was gonna say especially i don't know what i mean when i really say people like that because they're moving from all over yeah. but like you're right they're not um cluttering up the mountain by any means no, no. Which is, they're just enjoying the go. views exactly yeah. and they're they're there and they they live there they build a house buy a house whatever and that's good because you that's a whole nother conversation right? shop in the yeah. stores they yeah yeah, yeah they, they eat yeah. The, at the lunch, <clears throat> lunch at the 
place. At the place. And <laughs> at the place and stuff. They might venture into Not the mountains a little bit. <laughs> we don't have those. Yeah, we don't have. But we still have our own san- sanctuaries, kind of get essentially, away. you know. Yeah. So it's okay. Like I said, I can't blame them because I would do the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. So it's all good. So is your th- so this coming winter, like, would will your next five hundred nine episode? Was it already you two last year? Yeah, It'll be the last two you know, years now, kind of. Well, I like to think it would be, yeah. but <laughs> but no, yeah, that's you know, last year we uh, we filmed our episode together, and uh, I mean, it was just our natural selves. Mm-hmm. It was pr- like kind of effortless. Yeah, know, it's like, like a day of writing, and that's it's, what made it fun and unique. Is like even like you look at David McKinney's side, like. Some of these guys, like, they go out there and they work, they're grinding their butts off, you know, and we go with them, and if they just have their camera on, they're going to get something cool, yeah. you know? Whether yeah. it be something Narbar or just something absolutely stupid, the apple juice, for instance, <laughs> if you guys remember that. In the episode. I don't remember the apple juice. It's, it's just I'll bring juice. it up because okay. it's, it's pretty great. Like, Dave McKinney's <laughs> walking around. It's our first day before we're filming, and... You know, we do the backcountry thing, but we also have the hill climb stuff. So we have a lot of snowmobiles between, mostly at Jay's house. Like right. All my sleds end up there. Okay. We do everything together. So it looks like a Skidoo dealership. Yeah. And uh, we're trying to gas sleds up because we forgot to go gas them up. But luckily, Classic. between the, like, the 15 yeah. sleds around there, we just start siphoning fuel from all the sleds to put in our sleds that day we're going to ride. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. It's frosty. And Jay's rolling around with a Modella. <laughs> As David's filming for our episode. And the best part is, right, he cuts it to apple juice. You know, <laughs> apple juice. Jay's yeah. like, cheers, and it's still frosty. It's just like that's the stuff that people relate to. Yeah, right? exactly. And that's us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're not a is. fake thing, and that's what we want to be. Yeah. I mean, maybe it bites us in the ass at the end of the race day because we're not like, Keith Curtis, where we're just That man's robot. a machine. He's a machine. And yeah. you yeah, got his levels. Yes, to it. absolutely. But we, him and I talk all the time about and we're real about it. We're just like, man, we could do that, but we'd miss what out we on so do? much yeah, exactly. of this. Like, like, and I think for life is too short to like just be. Because it's in, not in like you're opinion. going out and you're you're sucking ass. Like, it's <laughs> right. not like you're yeah, going out and there. it's not yeah. good. Because yeah. then we, you'd be like, we got to reevaluate. But right, if we can balance like winning and being competitive, but also having fun, enjoying that's life. Yep. what I would like yes. to die with. Yeah. Instead of just, oh, yeah, I want everything, but I don't have any friends. Mm-hmm. And there's and a, not saying Keith doesn't, but, like, his <laughs> life is different than ours. It's yeah. super professional, and he's super di- disciplined. Probably the most disciplined guys out I've there. I've heard, I mean, yeah. the dude's gnarly. Yeah. And I respect that so much. I'm, I'm a good friend with Keith, so is Jay. You know, we have, we, outside of the racing, we ride with those guys. We hang out with them. But, uh, you know, and, like, we, we're still learning. We're in a curve of, like, you know, yeah. how far can we take it? As far as enjoying our passion, you know, within the limits of all right, we we know we are essentially a contracted riders in the racing side of these things to be as successful as possible. And if we're out there doing silly stuff, well, that doesn't look good for us, you know. And we're not trying to take it down that avenue, you know. We're we want to keep it professional and do the best we can. So it's a learning curve continuously of like, all right, well, we need to tone it back and we need to spend more focus on you know being mentally and physically prepared you know yep. and so i think we do a pretty good job with that you know guys may think we're just reckless and out of control we're really not you know we do put a lot of effort and training and time mm-hmm. i mean actually insane amounts yeah you know but we also have fun sure too. express our passion yeah. Yeah. Sure to blow off some steam yeah exactly i think uh 
maybe we can relate to that in a way where people think every week we just like just get real drunk and go, what should we do? And then there's so much more thought and planning yeah, and yeah. Uh, strategy that goes into it. Yeah. Beyond that. That's for <laughs> sure, yeah, man. It, it is th- it's interesting to think that we're almost slightly opposite of that. So it's like, if you guys watch majority of the videos that you guys are a part of, you're going to be like, wow, very uh, stand up um, focused, whatever, you know, just no shenanigans yeah. up until now. And then they look at us and they're like, yeah, we highlight the, the shenanigans. Yeah, they're like, yeah. damn, they, how do they get any work done, you know? <laughs> and so. That's what we're trying to do is bring both of those worlds mm-hmm. and just roll with both of them. Exactly, yeah. from your perspective. Yeah. I think if there was, if we weren't already Midwest, and that's kind of our thing, but the mountains is a great place to capture, like, the lifestyle of being a guy who's interested in power sports. Like, oh, there's man. not a better place in the world could, for dirt bikes in the summer, snowmobiles in the winter, hunting, fishing, side scenery, scenery, yeah, side-by-sides. It's yeah. everything. So it's really Quite cool. And I'm excited everything. to see what you guys do. Dude, I mean, I, I I don't know why. I'll just never forget it. But, I mean, we've talked about getting a place in two places. That's it. Mm-hmm. Florida and he, uh, Montana, Somewhere Wyoming. in the West. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that And then, yeah, we talked about it. And then you were like, well, like, I don't have per se the capital to just either a build a building or buy land and build a building whatever and then you're like well would you guys ever and it was just a a random question and i was like to be honest yes i was like what if we i mean among like as many people that could owned a shop in the mecca of you know like a compound Mm -hmm. then my mind started just going crazy because that'd be unreal it would be, and we and we it would just yeah. I mean, we'd have all our sleds there. We'd have all the best tools, yeah. and that's all you'd re- and then a, and then a couch. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> One or two. And then a couch. <laughs> yeah. You can do whatever. And a good fridge. And then a good <laughs> have a good <laughs> fridge. Yeah, and, and a I grill. I couldn't be a mini. But that, that's it. That's what's that was what, the fun thought about that for me. It was like, wow, that's literally all we would need for mm. to have a good time yeah. for twenty years and then some. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's the next yeah. chapter. Because cool I feel like we're industry. all living, not day by day, but we're we're not like stuck to our twenty year plan or fifteen right. plan, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like things are very vi- uh What's the word? Viable? No, not viable. Volatile. Volatile. Mm-hmm. Volatile. So I knew that was the word. I don't really know what it means. Yeah. But. Do you agree? <laughs> like. Yeah, definitely. Thing you got to kind of roll with the punch. Where is like, even? And, yeah, to be a little softer, it's like. I know we're all going to be lifelong friends, but yeah. I don't know what, what it looks exactly. like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just like well, I was talking we can with accomplish. Brett. I believe that you guys are pioneering a new side of this industry and taking it from being the professional athlete side and then showcasing the personal side of the professional athlete. Yeah. And yeah. I think that will draw a lot more people to sport. It'll make it seem... Um, but for you guys to almost kind of write the rule book on it is a big undertaking, yeah. you know, to transfer in and, and do things like that. We always look, well, we always, I look forward to exactly that happening because the bigger snowmobile, snowmobiling gets on like a, a mainstream scale, the more we get to do it. Exactly. And uh, we, we've cut down a little bit as far as like, I mean, Ken doesn't ride sleds as hard. CJ doesn't ride at all. So it's like, what ride in the mountains that is mm-hmm. um 
And it's like Ryan, it's Ryan and I's favorite thing to do. Right. Yeah. So it's like, if I could do it I every weekend, that. I would. Yeah, but I believe that. All we can yeah. do to do it, um, which in, in the long grand scheme of things is the bigger it gets, the more the, the people more, yeah. will watch it and the more reason we'll have to yeah, go and do it. The more it. reason you have more to do it. Yeah. There for sure. Which sounds <clears throat> like kind of sounds crazy. Conceited, well, also, yeah, people yeah. are like, just go, just go. Yeah. But, but it's, it's also like part of our. Time, you have to do a job. Exactly, and and part of our job is satisfying a large yeah. group of people—people people that have never even seen the mountains, stuff like that. Maybe don't love snowmobiling. So, and snowmobiling is a very niche market. But the yeah. people that are in it are, are all about it. And they're, they're, yeah, there's no yeah. more you, passionate group of people. You cannot tear them <laughs> from that. And this is the like this whole kick off the winter thing. You know, say we have the group of athletes, the C boys are here. And, you know, the way you guys put that earlier was <laughs> awesome. But true, uh, the athletes, the, the group of 509 people here, the community, 509 community, you know, it's this big gathering, kick off the winter. So the outside world kind of looks at this like, oh, that just the athletes are there and go meet them. But the way this deal set up is here, it's kind of a meet and greet, hang out, interact, everyone just being themselves. Yeah. But what people don't realize is like we're all here for the weekend having a good time mm-hmm. and we're going out and being ourselves. We're, we're essentially here for the same reason that exactly, else exactly. Would come yeah, because we love right. snowmobiling. Not we because we're obligated, not because we're getting paid. We're not getting paid. You're getting Maybe paid. you guys. Yeah, I was like, you guys paid. are getting you paid. Guys are getting <laughs> paid. <laughs> no, it was, it was like a, an open, like you guys can come if you want. And then we're like, yeah, we'll I'm be there. China. Yeah. 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 So, that's the cool thing. Like, yeah. It's, and I think over the next few years, you know, our goal is to, you know, to get pushed people or not really push, but like open the eyes that realize like all of us are humans and we love this sport and we share the same passion, no matter how good you are. That's yeah, the thing. Like, that's what it's about. Shit. Like, you, when we first rode together, you guys were not, you know, like, <laughs> but, yeah, it's what we were saying, not yeah. good. Like, the first, <laughs> it depends on your perspective. Yeah. Like, you weren't, our level, but you're also not like uh, incompetent. Incompetent, yeah. yes. We looked but, like we'd seen a snowmobile, but you before. had good attitudes, and you were you were stoked on it. You so made snowmobiling what it is. Give yeah. a shit. We're not going to be like, oh, we're not going to ride with you because of that. Any day on the mountain is a good day for yeah. us, whether yeah. we're up in the shit where only we can get to, or whether we're down. In a good spot where everyone hanging out can with have you, it. little peasants. No, not <laughs> even. Can't make it up the hill. Yeah, not <laughs> even because yeah. I love to watch. But that's the, the progression the of you yeah. guys. Yeah, it like, pushes. Yeah, you know, that's like what we love is like another thing of the industry. Like, oh, well, good guys only ride. Good guys, totally no, false. Like, screw mm-hmm. that. Some of our favorite days are riding with guys that are learning and trying to progress. You know, and what helps them progress further is pushing them. Yeah, you know? yeah like, and that's why I love we riding to, with you guys because exactly. it's great. We get to go out and I get to see the way that you would attack yeah. something and go at it. We did that with Brett. Uh, we did uh, Jackson Training Grounds. Oh, yeah, so I love that. And I, I learned more it. that day than I have in a long time. Snow I video. saw that through yeah. the video. I'm that, like, was, Brett's, that was a good time. Brett's putting these guys through the motions, and I can see in the video that they are <laughs> learning yeah and that's just the video through like, the mistakes probably so much behind the scenes that mike's we probably thought, like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> i mean i just was like, I, this. like this is really difficult and then it was like we had a handful of people that are like oh you guys are going to jackson why aren't you racing it because <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> make it past the first <laughs> wall. i forget yeah there's a Pumped few the other <laughs> there's a few other like you know let's just say like snowmobilers in the industry um they got the same questions i'm sure 
Yeah. Um, and then they were like, well, I'm not ready. And I'm just like, I don't even know how to put into words why I'm not doing it. But yeah. I, I'd go throw my know? sled at the mountain. It's going to end up at the bottom of it. Should. And I mean. then I think the the cool thing about that is like, okay, so people really really covet it or covet like i don't know it's just just like x games it's like hearing the story that brett told about what it took to get there yeah Mm -hmm. um some people might go why yeah why Mm -hmm. why so much effort um but it's just it's coveted and then obviously the passion huge yeah Oh, you guys should raise. Jackets. But there, well, so there's a. To be honest, not in the near near future, but there is a um the qualifying race that's closest to us is in Michigan. The Master Circuit is that? Yeah, it'd be the Master. Yeah, circuit. I think that'd be a lot of fun yeah. to to get either just just get my feet wet. To be yeah. honest, yeah, not even try to qualify for. I Jackson, think you would enjoy it. Like I'm not trying to push you to do something because we we do it and we think it'd be good for whatever. Uh, genuinely from a friend to a friend, you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's why we do it. Yeah. Right? Like, so why you race yeah. so it's like fun. Everyone shows up because they love it. Yeah. It's not some facade, you know, it's like we just become obsessed over it. You know, like when we started racing, we were racing, you know, smaller CC sleds. They're usually stock, maybe improved. And now we're strapping it on factory mods and you just can't get yeah, it. Yeah, you guys the sleds are insane. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Like factory Actually. mod strap on. Best strap on you ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, how much horsepower? On you know, that's I mean, we get that, that all yeah, the time. Sure. People are like, "What's horsepower?" And, and you know, really, it's not that much. It's but the slab it's the tunability and how well they work. Yeah, yeah the efficiency you know, of it, everything. Yeah. It used to be we used to build extremely high, like when we were building our own mods, high boost, ton of power, hard to ride. Unride <laughs> now, <laughs> like the actual power, they're probably down, but. Delivered, they just better. work yeah. so perfect and then you can ride them too and yeah. that's why they're faster yeah. you know as horsepower wise they're probably not up to what we used to build 10 years ago mm-hmm. they're not playing close yeah but the I sled's mean, like three times the sled and it yeah. feels Actually, probably much more than three it times. feels probably like more power because you can ride it it's manageable yeah but they're just perfect and yeah. like, overall factory mods are just insane days <clears throat> all right well, crack them bitches and then uh we better get to yeah. we better get to it the reason yeah. that we came so here wait, this week yeah we get there's a, a big obstacle course and there's a dunk tank and uh uh i don't know who you guys are against but are you guys against each other we haven't heard any of those yeah what's well, so you guys know some rules that we don't know no uh, i just know there's an obstacle course and i would love for you guys to be against each other because it'd be pretty it. entertaining because the loser goes in the dunk tank oh, and that but it's it's um a dunk tank of battery acid, so it's kind of scary. Oh, sick. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer style. Nice. Whoa, it's trending. Yes, I just started watching trendy. that show on Instagram, Dude, or on Netflix. It, have you? Where just are you couple, at? Yeah, it's intense. It's, yeah, there's some messed up people out there. <sighs> anyway, no. none of us are like that. We're nope, like, we're all Dahmer's again just room. we're normal people with yeah. some social media influence, and you guys are normal people that are really fucking good at snowmobiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers, cheers to, that. to that. We Thank love you all. Thank you guys for taking the time. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, we're in a foreign doing. environment here, but go ahead and subscribe and uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Thanks, guys. Yes, oh, yeah. big thanks to Jay and Blaine, and, and especially Brett, and, Brett and, Nikki. and Nikki for coming on. Yeah. We love you guys, and uh, we'll have you out to Minnesota soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.